Righty-o. Hey, hey, welcome everyone. We are, hey, welcome everyone today to today's training module masterclass on all things leadership, communication and influence. Um, as always, all these trainings are prepared and developed for you from my lens as someone that coaches and leads uh, lots of dads from all around the world. So everything that you receive in these groups and these programs is taken from the lens of how can I be, you know, the dad that I want to be? How can I be the husband and the man that I want to be? Now, one of the areas that we can get tripped up in quite a lot, and I've got the, um, I've got the comments section open for any, uh, any kind of comments to drop in as we're going, is it's our ability to communicate effectively. And within communication sits leadership and influence. So influence is just getting people to do stuff for us, right? Um, communication is our ability to, you know, uh, easily, clearly and articulate those ideas to help people um, do things that we want them to do. And leadership is effectively us doing what we say we're going to do. Right. And those like three key areas are so, so important to you as a dad and a husband, as a man, because your kids will learn from your example. Your wife will um, grow more, build more trust with you and become more open to you um, based on how you lead yourself. And you're going to find that like in business and in life, you're going to get a lot more done when you're able to influence, communicate and lead people a lot easier. So that's all these trainings, guys. I like to try and keep them down to about 15, 20 minutes because I realize everyone is busy. So we're going to focus on what I think are three key areas today that are going to give you a little bit of insight about where you can make some improvements and changes. As always, at the end of these trainings, if you have any more questions or there's things that have come up that have not been covered, post them uh, in the group or in the comments section so I can come back to you afterwards and help you out. So let's rock and roll. Let's talk about leadership, communication and influence all from the world of being a purpose-driven dad. There's me. Um, probably all know me. If you don't, um, I'm Dave Morrison. Welcome. So let me move my little cursor over there. So we're going to oh, it's come from top to bottom. There we go. Everything keeping different. So we're going to talk about what is effective communication, importance of building rapport, and lead yourself first before others. So let's jump into number one, effective communication. So communication is, we can often think it's the words that we use and the things that we say. But the, the words and our tonality is, is actually about 26% of the equation. How you present yourself physically in a situation, like your posture, um, you know, your, your facial expressions, everything sets the tone for how you can effectively communicate with someone. So we've all, all been in situations where we probably felt a bit upset or stressed about a situation and we've projected that negatively onto other people. It could be your kids, it could be your wife, it could be the people you work with. And they instantly take that on because they can go, all right, he's stressed, I'm stressed, okay? So there's um, this, sorry, that's my Facebook messenger going off. Um, there's this concept around understanding that you can talk and you can focus you know, an enormous amount on the words that you use, but understanding your physical posture is incredibly, incredibly important. So in effective communication, 
how do you see yourself or how do you present yourself in group environments? You know, um, do you consciously think about, right, well, how am I going to walk in this environment? Or you're just letting your emotions run yourself all the time, right? Like say if you're in a work situation and something's gone wrong, do you let that piss you off and then you take that into that situation? You know, you've seen people probably do it to you where you're in a, in a boardroom or a meeting environment, you're in a project and someone comes in and they're bringing that tension and they're bringing that like assertiveness. You know, what happens to everyone? Everyone just, everyone sinks back, right? Same can go for your kids. Like when they do something wrong or, you know, you're not happy with the situation, how are you bringing your physical nature? You're bringing like the typical, like, fuck, I'm going to be the, you know, the strong man here. I'm going to be boom, 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 boom. Or are you checking yourself, thinking about your audience and thinking about your outcome? Because when we're living in a state of anger or fear or negative emotion, right, <clears throat> that's just being driven from our ego and we want to be right and we want to control the situation. So there's an ambulance going past there. So whenever you're coming from I, what I want to get out of this, you're going to lose your ability to effectively communicate versus, okay, how can I serve this situation? How can I serve these people? Um, coming from a belief that I've got value to add to this situation. So like maybe ask yourself a question, like if you've been in situations where you um, have not been able to get a point across or communicate effectively, have you been coming from a place of anger? Have you been coming from a place of fear? Have you been coming from a place of judgment? Like what is the belief you have about yourself in that situation? Like, and I can guarantee you, if you have a belief about yourself that's more anchored in a, <clears throat> in a positive, more powerful state, you'll feel less of a need to bring that, you know, more of a, you know, the typical grumpy dad type scenario, right? Versus going, cool, okay, something's, you know, not right here. How can we solve this? How can I, how can I bring value to the situation? How can we get a result? And also remember, just because something has gone wrong in a situ situ certain situation doesn't mean like one sunny day doesn't make a summer and neither does you know one snowy day doesn't make a season of snow. So that one incident doesn't you know, impact everything else. So keys around what I want you to really think about with effective communication is have a think about like as a man, your physical posture, how you're presenting yourself. You know, when you're on the phone to people, like this is just when people can only hear your words. How are you standing? Like I'm sitting upright talking to you right now because I want to be in a strong posture. I want to be speaking clearly to you so you can listen to the intent of my words, but you can see that I'm really centered and I'm focused on delivering this content to you. So you go, right, okay, Dave gives a shit. Like is he giving up his time because he wants to help me be an optimized dad. He wants to help me get more progress in my life. He wants to help interrupt my patterns because we're all getting patterns, right? You know, you just can't break yourself out of it. So key foundation around effective communication is A, thinking about where, what, what, where am I coming from? Am I acting from a place of fear or ego or am I coming from a place of love and compassion? What are the beliefs that I have about myself that are driving the communication that I'm about to have? And how are you presenting yourself when you walk into this situation? Okay. So think about those for me, right? When you think about effective communication. Now, next one is building the importance of building rapport so effective communication is one like how you present yourself like 76 percent of effective communication is the physical nature right words and tonality um uh, only make up like 26 percent right so big 
component is about how you present yourself. And I also want you to think about, think about people who you know are really good communicators that you feel really good around. And then you just start to model what they do. So modeling is a really powerful technique. You can call it copying, but copying is doing something exactly the same. Modeling is just simply going, wow, like I really like the way that Dave makes me feel when he talks to me or when he asks me questions. I'm just going to start doing the same and see if that works. Boom. Okay. So second component in you know, effective leadership communication and building influence is your capacity to build rapport. So building the, the idea around building rapport is creating a space where another person feels comfortable around you to have open and honest dialogue and conversation. And from that place, it's much easier to influence each other positively. So you can build rapport through matching and mirroring, which is like matching and mirroring, um, you know, physical um, positions. Now, there's a nuance to this, which is you don't want to do it like like for like, because then it just gets weird. You want to be able to do these do these things in a subtle way that are out of people's out of someone's um, consciousness. So you start to feel more relaxed around them but you don't know why, but they're subtly just matching different things that you're doing um, because people like people that are like them. Have you noticed that? Like if someone's kind of the same as you and, 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 you know, they're, they're doing similar kind of things, have similar types of interests. It's good. Like we like to like people that are like us. So your ability to then communicate really clearly and influence naturally increases when you, the other person starts to go, oh, cool, this Dave guy is just like kind of like me. We kind of do the same things. And yeah, he's like, you know, doing this kind of stuff with his life. Awesome. So building rapport, um, there's, a, there's, a, there's the matching and mirroring of physical gestures. There's also um, listening to people's tone of voice. So if someone's a really fast talker, um, you know, you can match their energy. Now you can match their energy and then slowly bring them down. Like, so if someone's really, if you work in a business environment and you're running a project or a team and someone comes to you and they're really stressed because something hasn't worked out and there's a risk that this is going to break or go wrong, they're going to be really stressed and anxious, right? Now, um, at that point, you want to ask some questions to bring them down. Like you're not going to maybe meet them like right up here at the same kind of energy. You might do it initially, but then you're going to ask them some what's called chunking down questions to bring them down. Um, when it's an, in an other business context environments, when you're meeting people for the first time, it's just, it's just subtly listening to their language cues, their tone, the speed of their voice, the pitch, lots of different little things that you can start using to help you, have that person relax more into the conversation. Let them relax more into what is, what, what is going on so they can feel like they are being heard. And like it, so that leads on to the next one with building rapport. So you're matching physical gestures. You're starting to listen to their tone and maybe some key phrases. Like don't, don't, you, don't use every single key phrase word for word because then it just becomes creepy, right? We've all done, people have noticed that where you, maybe you hear people or you've seen people do it to you where it's like, man, this person's just like repeating all the words I'm using. This is a bit weird, right? And so you can kind of pull back from that, but you want to just use some, pick some key little types of words and maybe test a few, can see people's response. So building, building rapport um, you also need to develop a level of what's called sensory acuity, which is having the capacity to be able to see and look and understand what people are doing, right? 
and listening to changes, listening to different like shifts in their in their eye movements and just little different things, right? That let you know, okay, is this person checked in or checked out? So the next point around building rapport is uh, the ability for you to ask really great questions. If you're always trying to be heard, what happens? The other person doesn't feel heard. And when you don't feel heard, what happens? You don't feel like you matter. Um, and you feel a bit disrespected and you can check out yourself. So if you're looking to you know, influence people in particular, like asking questions is, is so, so critical because you walk out of a, that person walks out of the conversation that knowing that you were really interested and genuinely wanted to know more about them, right? And when people know that, you know, you care about them or you're interested, that's when you start to build a stronger relationship and they're going to be more open to suggestion. They're going to be more open to influence and more open to leadership from you, okay? So if you you have challenges around communication and leadership and so on, you know, ask yourself, like, am I always trying to be heard or am I trying to listen? So am I, do I find myself often trying to be heard or am I listening? Now, if we try to be heard all the time, usually it's coming from a place of fear because we need to be right. Or we want to make, like men, are, you might be guilty of this if you want to, if you know, hey guys, by the way, like, you know, if you're, um, oops, if you're listening to this and you're enjoying the content, just start, you know, just start dropping some comments um, uh, in, the, in the section below for me. Hey, Sam. Hey, Tim. Hey, Mark. Hey, Joshua. Um, hey, Jared, how's it going, guys? Thanks very much for jumping on. Let, let me know where you're dialing in from and what you're getting out of the content so far. So, you know, if we, if we, if you, there's a, a lady called Breen Brown, who's an amazing uh, leadership person in the world of communication and higher consciousness and thinking. And she talks about men and she says, you know, you're going to have two types of men in situations where they're either going to, hey, Lucas, you're going to, if you're either going to be a man, that leaps into a situation to solve it or you come into a situation and listen and ask questions first. If you were, are you a, a listener or a solver? So I'll repeat that again. You're either going to be a man that like leaps into situations because you just want to solve it and get done. Or do you walk into the situation, listen and ask questions? Now, if you're listening and asking questions, what that says to people around you is you're not threatened. Um, you're interested to understand what other people's opinions are because you don't have any fear of the outcome. And then also from your perspective, when you're looking to influence, and lead and communicate more clearly, you gather all the facts first. Normally when you try and leap into situations, particularly in a work environment, it's coming from a place of fear. It's coming from a place of ego where you need to be right. Um, and that's just, it's just not going to get you any, any progress whatsoever. It actually comes from what's called like the immature masculine. So there's the mature masculine and immature masculine, right? Immature masculine is the little boy who, um, always wants to be right and needs to be heard. The mature masculine is more stronger, solid and grounded because they come from a place of confidence and certainty with inside of them. Okay. So, you know, if you are listening to this and you're on live, like, you know, you can write, say, you know, are you a, are you a solver or you're a question answerer, a question asker. Um, and so Breen Brown talks about this in the context of, you know, if she's, if she sees a man, who asks the questions, she, she knows that they've done some form of work on themselves, right? Because they, they know how to interrupt their patterns. They know how they know they're more, they have more certainty within themselves about what they want to do in their life. Right. So it's really powerful. Thanks Tim for um, sharing those comments, man. That's awesome. 
So that's around, so there, the importance of building rapport, okay? So, yep, that's perfect, Sam. Yeah, I love that too, man. So rapport, absolutely critical, okay? So let's go on to the next one. So asking questions in tough times. So I've, I've, I've opened the loop to this already. And why I've said specifically in tough times is because in challenging moments, we can be fearful of asking difficult questions. We can be fearful of maybe we don't want to upset people. Maybe we're fearful of what the answer may be. So your ability to leadership and communicate influence will be directly linked to your capacity to be able to ask those questions. Now, the precursor to asking a question is listening. Now, your capacity to listen will be down to the level of certainty and belief that you have within yourself. The more certain and belief that you have in yourself, then you have less need to leap into those situations. So when you want to you know, influence those other people and communicate really clearly, asking questions will be critical. Now, I know it might sound like a bit, a bit uh, out there for you guys, but you know, I've done it a lot because I've done a lot of sales training and I've done a lot of leadership and communication training. Like I, I have a book, like I have a list of questions that I ask <laughs> and I've spent like a lot of time collating those questions through all the personal development and coaching programs and work that I've done so that I have questions that I, I can access when I'm challenged personally. So when I feel like I'm not getting the results that I want to get, when someone else has got some challenges or somebody in my family has got some challenges. Um, and I think it's incredibly important that you know, you, if you don't have a list of questions that you can start to rattle off the top of your head, start to do it now. Because, um, and these are coming from like why and how questions. So, you know, like maybe even if you're in sales, like if someone's, if you're going through a sales process with a client and they are feeling really, um, you know, like you're feeling like they want to do business with you, you can simply just ask them, so why do you, why do you think, you know, I'm the right person to help you solve this? You know, so that is a great question because it gets them to volunteer why they're going to say yes <laughs> um, in a nutshell, right? So, but when you get, when you consciously write down all these questions and you start to look at them regularly, they become, you reach what's called unconscious competence, right? Which is mastery. Then you have incredible reflexes. Now, once again, a reflex doesn't mean that you launch into something really, really quickly, right? Just to be heard. It's simply that you have the capacity to go, okay, right. I'm going to ask this question here because I want to open up the conversation and open communication is foundational around building trust and connection. Okay. So, um, yeah, that's a great question, Josh. Thanks. Um, thanks for posting both. And that's, that's really great feedback as well, Lucas. Yeah. Exceptionally important. Um, it's also interesting that, um, seeing people that, um, people that don't want to maintain eye contact with you. Now we can say that means it could be a lack of trust thing. could be lots of different things. Um, what I would say to you is, everything that I share with you, I want you to take one thing away. Like I calibrate people's behavior on what I believe their conditioning could be. So you calibrate behavior on what you believe conditioning could be. So you could say a person acts a certain way and make some assumptions about it. Like a, a, a social assumption is that if someone can't maintain eye contact with me or they're looking away left to right or whatever, that they're lying, right? We've all heard it. Now I don't necessarily believe that's true because 
Uh, that person just that could be their, the way that they're socially conditioned. Now I can I can test that and I can calibrate that um, by simply uh, asking some other baseline questions. So I'm, I'm going to do another training around how you can calibrate people's behavior in conversation to then understand what their decision making process is might be really powerful for anyone that works in sales or you know we all work in sales we're all dads we're all trying to sell something to our kids and our wives at some point in time so guys that is um as i like to keep these trainings to like 15 20 minutes i'm wrapping this one up now and i'll be recording it it'll be um put into the site very 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 soon um so just to wrap it up um what we covered off today and this is just a short 15 minute training just to snip it around of what you can you know what you can get further from from this group and this programs um, is effective you know around leadership communication influences it's about creating effective communication understanding what that is how to make it happen your presence physical presence is so much of it all the importance of building rapport understanding how to make other people feel comfortable allows you then to influence them and asking those questions in tough times is going to be where people will start to see you elevate because you're stepping into the space where they have the most fear now if if someone can jump on a cliff jump off a cliff and go you know um base jumping or do something extraordinary you have a lot of respect for them right and you're like wow how did they do that how do they have the courage now if you're in a work environment or a business environment and you start being comfortable asking these bigger questions that's naturally going to draw other people to you because they're like wow like i'd love to have that confidence or that certainty now, it's like everything else, it's just a skill. So, guys, thanks, everyone, for jumping on today. If you have any questions about this training, as always, just pop them in the um, Facebook group um, or in the comments section, and I can get back to them you know, within 24 hours. Have an amazing day, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for jumping on. Um, it's been incredible to be able to serve you with this content today. Thanks, guys.